Welcome into an off-season edition of the Treasure Valley PrepCast here on IdahoSports.com. Uh, throughout the off-season, we're going to be bringing you uh, some interview series with different uh, coaches and athletes and officials to get uh, a better glimpse of what's going on at the high school scene in District 3. So I'm Brandon Bainey, pleased to be joined today by Dane Roy, just finished his first year as the athletic director at Hawaii High School, the brand new high school in Meridian. Uh, Dane, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Brandon. I always joked uh, throughout the year when I was talking about Hawaii, I said, you know, every game is like an historic event, right? Some Something <laughs> is going it down is. in history every time they take the field. How, how fun was that to experience? It was super cool. I had to be on my toes, though, and I, had to have, and I had to constantly go back to my coaches like, hey, what's your first win? I need to, you know, build something in our school where it shows first win and first touchdown and first basket and first goal. And. And so we're still working through all of that tradition type stuff because you miss it first year, it's you miss it. So pressure's on and um, I got to start figuring all that stuff out and making sure I don't forget anything. But it, it's super cool. It's super cool. I've got the baseballs and the softballs and the basketballs from first wins and goals. And um, so it's a, yeah, it's a super cool deal to be a part of. Yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the first win uh, at the varsity level, did that come from the girls' soccer team this fall? It did. It did. Yeah, at Middleton, uh, huge win. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was at Middleton. Mosquitoes were crazy out there. Maybe had just parents involved. Uh, so it wasn't a, a, a big thing we could celebrate as a school, but uh, that was it. That was our first win. And of course, the first of many wins along the way for the Hawaii athletics programs overall. I think immediately people will think of the two state championships in sure. boys basketball and baseball. So let's let's talk about those first, and then we'll talk yeah. about some of the other sports. All right, boys basketball. Hawaii came in as the favorite. Everybody knew coming in that Hawaii was going to be the team to beat. And you know, for the most part, not too many Idaho schools were actually able to give Hawaii. Uh, a battle or, or get that win. You know, I think of Eagle and I think of Centennial in, in the championship game, but how fun was it to watch this collection of talent uh, go out and really dominate in boys basketball? It was, it was awesome. Um, I was a basketball coach and so I knew Harrington was going to be the dude. I knew he was going to do an awesome job. He's a great coach. He puts in more time than any coach I've been around. Um, but to see, there were still like people had these expectations and we had Jack Payne coming in and Liam Campbell, everybody was talking about was a dude. And, but we had all these freshmen, we had a couple of stud juniors come in. And so just to figure out that collection of talent and to be able to put it together and they didn't do a lot of local summer stuff. So nobody really saw them. I didn't really see them. Um, I knew they had some, some dudes, but for us to be able to put that together and still utilize our youth and have, you know, our, our couple juniors and our senior, uh, you know, help grow these kids and make them into a team was super duper special um, and a really difficult task. Like people say, oh, you had these dudes, but to get for Harrington to get these kids and the coaching staff to get these kids to play together and love playing together was a super super special thing um i don't think he gets enough credit for that but it was a difficult task for sure 
Yeah, you talked about not seeing them much in the summer, and I, I'm just guessing here, but I'm assuming that's because there's a lot of really good like Division One type prospects on this team that are probably off playing with regional teams. And that is that what happened with the Waihee? There just wasn't enough kids. They were all off doing their own thing with other teams. Well, typically you have that June season where high school teams come together and they play in different tournaments. Um, and we just didn't play in any local tournaments. They got invited to the Section 7 and they went to that in Arizona. Um, they went to another one like this season. Um, our boys are going to Preston this weekend. They're going to a Salt Lake City tournament next weekend. Then they hit Section 7. And then finally, they'll be back for our shootout that we're hosting here, which is going to be awesome. Um, but that'll be the only time locally, like, teams in this area will be able to see them. Um, but uh, they're going to go up and play Hillcrest um, in the Preston tournament in a couple days, and that's going to be – an, an incredible game. Hillcrest has got some dudes and they're bringing some guys back. I want to go to that game, but um, hopefully somebody tapes it. In the court. But that'll be a, that, it'll be a fun off season for sure. I think the two teams, everybody wants to see a Waihe player, Hillcrest and Lapway up North. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I would for love sure. it too. <laughs> for sure. Um, okay. Let's, let's talk about baseball. The other yeah state championship and this was different where basketball came in with the bullseye the baseball team came in relatively unheralded um in terms of they were the five seed overall and kind of overshadowed by some of their contemporaries in the conference but boy they strung together three really nice games and and came through with i think for a lot of people an unexpected championship in baseball for sure man uh that was such a fun run to be a part of and see um we knew coach Wright is a legend. Um, he's got state championships galore. And when he came in to interview, um, it was a slam dunk. Like he, everybody knew like, wow, you got coach, Wright. It was a super cool thing. Um, and so he's had got this pedigree of, you know, he's an old school, tough coach and, but kids love playing for him. He's a great guy. And to see all their youth, cause they only had one senior, um, but to see their youth grow game by game and their pitching was developing, we got great coaches. Coach Domain did a great job with the pitchers and Coach Rollmeyer. And, um, but to see those young kids kind of grow and learn the game and understand situations and, you know, they had very few errors. Their pitching was locked in towards the end of the year. And I went into districts thinking, God, it would be so cool for this team just to make it to state and get these guys the experience going forward. But just talking to some of the dudes, um, like Cole Rollmeyer and Jack Ryan, I were sitting at a restaurant and I don't know who it was. Maybe some Rocky kids were like, man, you guys are so young. You're really going to win. You got a real good shot of winning state next year. And they looked at them like, no, 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 we're going to do it this year. So the kids had that confidence. And I think that was, uh, you know, evident as they played in those big games um, to get into state. And then you never know what happens in state. I've been to enough of them where it's like whoever's hot at that moment can can win it, especially in baseball. Our pitching was fantastic. Our hitting was timely. You know, we, we didn't make a lot of mistakes in the field. So it just came together at the right time. Um, but to see the excitement uh, from our school and that team and our parents was was awesome to get number two because it was unexpected. 
Yeah, and you you just mentioned uh, Coach Wright for the baseball team, Coach Harrington for the basketball team, and I think that was a big key to why he's overall success this year was the coaching, uh, because it is a lot of freshmen and sophomores that obviously got a lot of development through the club scene and at younger levels, but you know when they get to high school, uh, they're they're still relatively raw in terms of varsity competition, and so those coaches I thought really did a nice job of developing. I think I joked about this with you last year. It had to have been like an easy get like coaches must have just been salivating to to jump over to this opportunity at a high and, and become the first coach in school history in their respective sport. I mean, you got yeah. a litany of great coaches, right? Well, I mean, we tried. We That's what the selling point was. was like, it's a cool experience to be a part of. And uh, we were like super lucky to have some great candidates. Um, I think it's funny when people like we win baseball and people are coming up and congratulating me and we went basketball and congratulating me. And I'm just like, man, I just hired some great dudes. Um, that's, you know, and I got out of their way. Um, but yeah, we've got young, a ton of young coaches that are super excited. Um, they put a lot of time in with these kids. We got young kids that are super excited. So it's just been a really great mix of excitement here at Hawaii. And I think it builds throughout our culture here at our school. And we've got great fan support. I think we had over 300 kids come out to our first round of, of state baseball, which I don't think that happens very often. It was super cool to see. Um, but yeah, our support here and our coaches have just, they support each other. You'll see our basketball team all came to the state baseball games and supported them. And, you know, we've got all this great support. Um, for each athlete, there's no like us against this team and we want it, you know, it's, we've got a super cool vibe out here and um, our coaches are 100% to, uh, you know, the reason for that. So they're awesome. It's been awesome. Definitely. All right. So non boys, basketball, non baseball category. Yes. What was your, do you have a favorite <laughs> moment uh, from any of the other sports at Hawaii this year? Um, You know, I, I, you know, I came in as a, as a basketball guy and for me to watch the other sports that I've really not been a part of too much and to enjoy our boys and girls soccer teams um, and just understand that world and see it and how hard these kids work and put into the other sports that the swimming going to state swimming was awesome. Um, our rugby program is super good. Our coaches are awesome in rugby. Um, and wrestling and just to be a part of the sports that people don't really come to see for me to be able to be at those events and see those kids and compete and then see them in the hallway and be able to give them high fives. That was probably the best moments for me was not just knowing my basketball kids and the kids that I taught in the classroom, but getting to know all these athletes and really appreciating all the hard work they're putting in was was probably the biggest, the coolest thing for me is, is these awesome kids. Yeah. So you mentioned uh, some of those sports that don't have maybe as many fans as football or basketball, but I would say that they are in terms of passion. Uh, they're small in numbers, but the passion is through yeah. for their sport, right? hundred percent. Yeah. Super cool to see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about that because this was your first year as an athletic director. Uh, you had been a great basketball coach uh, prior to that, but uh, before we hopped on, you said, you know, there were some things I had to learn oh. and yeah. What, what was that adjustment process like? It was no, it's still like every day. 
I'm asking other ADs for help and questions and times and dates and, oh, no, I need to, you know, schedule this bus for this time. And, you know, other like for our softball team made it to state. So good, by the way, that that's this team is the real deal. Uh, but to get a bus to go up to Coeur d'Alene this year, I didn't schedule it. So I call up Boise's AD, Brian Barber, great guy, and Troy Rice at Rocky. And I'm like, hey, if any reason like your girls don't make it, do you have a bus? And they're like, oh, yeah, Dane, we scheduled that out, uh, you know, in August. And I'm like, what? how do you guys, their forethought on seeing things is, uh, you know, I'm not even close to that spot yet. So um, I'm trying to focus on my, my, I think my greatest probably strength is, is kids and culture and trying to build that piece. So I really focused on that. And in this off season and kind of going through, I've tried to lay kind of some groundwork and some systems in place where it won't be like, oh crap, what do we got today? Um, I'll be able to be able, I'll be able to lock in a little bit. I'm hoping um, and get some of those, you know, so I'm a, I'm a month or two ahead of things instead of a couple hours ahead of things. But um, it's been cool. There's a ton of time you got to put into being an AD. Um, but I love athletics and kids so much that I really do enjoy watching all the sports. Um, and uh, I hope that's shown through and our coaches appreciate that a little bit. But um, the organization piece is is this is is the uh is kind of the piece of that i that i'm still working on still trying to get better at sure uh yeah let's let's talk about the students at Hawaii. uh with it being a new school generally the senior class is a little smaller did you do you guys have graduation <laughs> we, we just did had 104 kids graduate uh we did it on our football field intimate it was super cool um but you're right like even though seniors out of the 104, you know, only 10 of them are, are, are athletes. Um, and so our senior, our class athletically was, yeah, almost non-existent. It was crazy. We had a, you know, a couple awesome dudes here and there to lead us, but um, yeah, it's the youth coming through is awesome. I think some of the difficulties and the struggles that we'll have are, We've set all, there's not a lot of movement coming into next year. We like, typically you'd graduate four or five seniors and then kids would jump up and take these spots. We're coming in graduating one kid. And so just that, that, that piece of trying to figure out how to continue to grow and get players from your JV programs up or your sophomore programs to JV, to JV to varsity, that might be a two or three year process till we get back to the normalcy of that. But the youth and talent in our programs and for them to be able to play up and, you know, play above their heads a little bit in some situations, hopefully they'll be able to grow a little quicker and hopefully we'll see some more success in our other other sports, which we anticipate. Definitely. I would say you guys came in and definitely rocked the boat in your first year in terms of, oh, hey, Hawaii, little brothers here. Right. And they've got all yeah. these youngsters it'll be a nice challenge and you guys came out and competed. We talked about the championships, but also softball got to the championship boys and girls. Soccer were very competitive. Wrestling was good. I mean, how do you handle that knowing now that, okay, we're no longer the dark horse coming in the unknown. Yeah. Everybody knows who we are and what we're about. Well, that's the beauty of it. We don't want people like, I hate Hawaii. Um, they got this, and they got this and oh man, it's unfair. And, 
that's where we want to be. We want to be the people that people don't want to play. Um, when I was a coach, there was always those teams where you're like, ah, oh, easy win. Like, let's, we never want to be an easy win. Like, we want to be that team where we're rivals to other people. Crowds want to see us. They cheer against us. I want them to boo us. Um, that's where I want to be with our with our programs. The the top dog that people are wanting to beat, and they get super excited when they do beat us. So being a new team, uh, some rivalries in the SIC are easier to spot than others, right? Boise Bora, we know about that one. Yeah. It's been around forever. Uh, there's more underrated ones. Uh, is there a school that you found consistently was kind of like Hawaii's biggest rival, the games, the opponent that fans got most hyped for? I, I tell you what, our Eagle, uh, our Eagle Hawaii basketball games were incredible. Like those were incredible games um, to be at those basketball games. So I would say, I mean, just locally, we pulled the most from Rocky and Eagle and a little bit from Meridian, but our natural rivals will be Eagle and Rocky. Um, next year, we're trying to put together something with our basketball program to have a big night, similar to how Meridian and Rocky does it with their uh, stinky sneaker. We're going to try to do something with Eagle and, and, and do a competitive thing there. So um, yeah, I think those two schools, but West data has got, we've got so much talent in West data. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. We, you know, every game's a big game, but I would say probably Eagle and Rocky are, are, are two natural rivals. Yeah. What does that say about the, the strength of the athlete in the West data school? Cause I thought, okay, why he's going to take from Eagle, they're going to take from Rocky and all three are going to jump down sure. a level because of that. They're all stealing from each other. That didn't happen. If anything, the rising tide lifted those boats yeah. and Rocky and Eagle were just as good. Well, we can thank California a little bit. Some of those outside states for coming in, but the growth out here is crazy. Um, and so it doesn't seem like we're having that dip because we just get more and more kids coming into our programs in our areas and there's still growth out here. So, um, yeah, I, I don't see it stopping anytime soon unless something crazy happens. Um, we just keep getting more and more kids. Um, this year, we're at 1,400 kids in our school. I think next year we add four or 500 more. So we'll be at 18, 19. And then the year after that, we'll be right there at the 2,000 mark with, um, you know, Eagle and Rocky and, and, and some of our local schools. So it's growing fast out here. And I know Rocky and, and Eagle got good young programs as well. So, and Meridian. Um, so it's going to be a battle for a few years for sure. Yeah. Uh, we've seen the growth in Nampa and Middleton, yeah. two programs yeah. that are going to jump up and, and Ridgeview as well should be up at the five, a, but they petitioned to stay down. Um, yeah. what's the answer here? Because what's going to happen is you're going to get this humongous bloated five, a SIC. What is, is there talks amongst the other athletic directors about what do we do about this? For sure. And I don't know, because it's an IHSA thing and, and navigating that process. I'm so brand new to the game that I don't really know how to do that. But uh, we have talked about whether that's a 6A division, whether that is redrawing the numbers. So some of those schools that are right at that level can stay at 4A. Um, but to have, I mean, it, it's, yeah, it's projected out to like 17 teams in 5A and from our area and four and 4A. And it's like, that's not, that's not going to help. It's not going to help either, either division. So something needs to be done. 
Um, hopefully, we can work through it and, and put together some type of system. Um, but yeah, it's it is to get through the SIC district tournaments is an absolute gauntlet, and it does help us prepare for the state tournaments. And we, you know, we've typically had some really good success in state um, from this area. So um, I'm not complaining. I love that. I love having some some great rivals and, and watching great talent out here. Uh, but you're right. Like something's got to change with the numbers or it's going to get a little weird. Definitely. Uh, the one area where having that big mega conference helped, I think was with the max preps rankings yeah. that was used uh, across the board uh, at state this year for seeding teams. What what did you think of the max preps ranking one year in? Um, I think it's good. I would, I would like to get, um, some more of the experts' voices in some of those tournament seedings. I think it would be really easy to have, um, uh, for bat, for instance, in basketball, to have the eight coaches that make it in the five A to get on a Zoom and talk it out. Like, where do you guys? Where do we see one through eight? Maybe we don't want a you know Bora Boise matchup first round. Um, if Lewiston and Boise are right there close maybe the better look is the Bora Lewiston and we can maybe talk that out like who's our one through eight how do we want to seed this tournament get the ADs and the coaches together talk it out I think that's a super easy process and it's done in wrestling and it can be done um, if there is a disagreement I think Max Preps comes in and is that trump card like okay if you guys can't agree who's the four or five then boom we're just going to go to Max Preps and we use Max Preps that way but I would like to see a little bit of the human element come in. If emotion does get in the way, we have max preps now to take that out. But I think we can do a really good job of ranking out our, our state tournaments and making them super competitive and, and good for the fans to watch. Um, but if you're asking me, do I like max preps better this year than I did not having it last year? I do. I'll take max preps over last year definite improvement, maybe some tweaking that still needs to get sure. done. Um, you know, I think looking back on it, Centennial in boys basketball probably wasn't an eight seed. I mean, they got all yeah. the way to the championship, but yeah, what a fun story that was for that sure. Was awesome. Yeah. He did yeah. a great job with that team. All right. So what, what's in the works at a he in year two? Are, is there anything new? Is there anything uh, you're going to unveil anything you've got going on in year two of the storm? I'm still on decorating mode. We've got our uh, our state championship and district championship banners coming in, so we're putting those up. Um, but as far as newness, we're going to be – all 18 coaches are coming back, so I'm super excited for me to have all our varsity coaches come back, which doesn't happen hardly ever. Um, so we'll have, you know, some of that built-in um, – the culture piece coming back with our coaches. Won't have to relearn that. Um, you know, we did a super cool leadership, uh, thing with all our athletes trying to get some of our younger kids to become athletes. And hopefully we get some more player leadership into our school. Um, but I'm only seeing positive. Um, I'm a positive guy, but, uh, I'm excited for the future of Hawaii with all these kids coming back and the excitement, um, coming off our spring season. Um, and I think you know, cool things are going to happen. June, July is going to be fun to watch some of these teams in the off season develop. And, um, come August, I think, uh, you know, we're going to be right in the mix in a lot of places. So I'm excited about it. 
All right. Well, we're excited to see how why he can better what they did in year one, which, by the way, bar set pretty high. But that's exactly how you want it, right? Absolutely. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Dane Roy, athletic director at Hawaii High School. Thanks so much for joining us here for this offseason podcast. Anytime, Brandon. Appreciate you. All right. And thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more exciting interviews throughout the summer months here on IdahoSports.com.